Mr. Bryce Petty, episode number three, and I'm in the game, baby! Let's go! It looks, it looks like you're really excited about this episode. Football. I actually, can you can you keep He's that back, on the whole baby. time? Please keep that on the whole time. I would, but my head's grown since I stopped playing, so I've got to take it off or I'll get lightheaded and I'll probably pass out on the air. But here we are, big man, episode three, the Trevor and Bryce show. And guess what? Big 12 football is back on TV. We actually have games to talk about, Bryce. How great is that, man? How great is ball? How great is ball? Football is life uh, from you, Ted Lasso. For you uh, Ted Lasso fans out there, but we do have games to talk about. We have couch quarterbacks sitting there listening to this podcast right now, believing everything that we say. Um, and, and, and it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be alive. Bryce, we had um, our Big 12 teams go through a I'm, I'm going to call it a gauntlet just because some of our top teams struggled, which we will absolutely get to. Um, but we also had some of our not so top teams who may or may not have stormed the field, Kansas. Um, and we'll get to that mm. as well. Um, my goodness, man, football is back in full force. All Big 12 teams won this weekend, except for our boys out in Morgantown. Yeah. We can yeah, get to there. that as well. Um, but man, it is good to have college football back on. I was sitting on my couch all day Saturday. Like I'm, I'm saying I did not do anything else, but sit there, drink some ice cold beer, not some, probably a little too much Several. and watch college football. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I know Bryce, you did the same thing, but you were in a luxurious spot. You were out at the lake, weren't you, buddy? We, we were. We actually got a, a, a beautiful call. Uh, anytime it's your uh, friend's lake house. Um, did you guys hear that right there? I don't know if I just uh, got caught up there. But uh, anytime that you have your friend's lake house to be present at is always the best way to do it. Um, yeah. So we had our great friends, uh, Adam Whitehead, um, uh, let us kind of partake the festivities, partake uh, in the festivities, I guess. Uh, Beersby, we played Beersby. Have you ever Love played it. Beersby before? Beersby's a great game. I'm a Beersby guy. I'm obviously a cornhole guy. Um, and my shout out to my sweet wife. My wife just got me an early birthday present, some customized cornhole boards because I've been talking about them. Amazing gift. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to share that yet because my birthday is not for a month. But anyway, she got them for me. And then my favorite outdoor game is uh, it's called Can Jam. It's like these little cans. They got a little slit in it. You throw the Frisbee, you smack it in. Great game. Gets super competitive. Seems kind of cool. I like that game. I like we that are game. not at the lake anymore. The holiday We're weekend We're is over. We are here. So let's dive right in, Bryce. Uh, if you don't mind, walk through some of the games this year. We don't have to go into each and every one into detail. But uh, walk through some of the games and uh, give us your thoughts from this past weekend on our Big 12 guys. I, I, I can certainly do that real quick before we start that. I, I would just like to apologize to our viewers. Um, somebody, something is trying to make this show not happen. I just had my Wi-Fi go out uh, in my house, which I don't even know how that happened. So I'm on my phone right now, which happens to be the same time that I'm drafting. Uh, and I have two leagues right now, uh, fantasy draft. So there's just a lot of things going on right now. Uh, so I just want to appreciate you. I really throw a shout out to our audience. 
very appreciative of you guys bearing with me and how brutal this looks. Hey, uh, I know that a, you guys don't want to see this face. That's a talent, Bryce. Uh, last night I had fantasy drafts. Yep. Doing that while trying to have a conversation with my wife, which I know for a fact that I was not engaged in that conversation. So um, she probably saw right through it. And we were cooking dinner. And I feel like I got a couple good teams. Um, <laughs> the little thing came up and said I was uh, 12 out of 14 is my expected finish. So obviously ESPN wow, has different good. thoughts than, than I do in my head. But I won two years back. I'm looking to uh, to, to recapture that title. But Bryce, all the best to you as you go through your fantasy draft tonight. May the odds forever be in your favor Ever. we should put it on bet rivers we should put Forever it on bet rivers on. and see what the over under is for number of games that you win this year in fantasy football i would go out on a limb and say oh gosh under 500 maybe yikes dude that's not even fun um, i'm you sorry give me a little i'm bit sorry of I'm, um, I'm throwing i'm actually under a very the good team manager i take this very serious and uh for you guys out there, this is actually really interesting because we have put together, I don't know how everybody does this, but we put together a, an ether football, uh, I guess, fantasy football draft. So we had to buy a half of a ether or an Ethereum coin uh, to jump in here. So this is, this is kind of interesting um, Big in and of itself. And the thing I, I'm not quite sure about, uh, real quick, and then we'll get back to, to college football, but the thing I'm not quite sure about this whole COVID thing, I just don't know how I like, and I'd love to hear our followers too on how they're doing their leagues because I can I can have and 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 be okay with a sprained ankle. I can have and be okay with certain injuries that happen that have happened in the in the you know the entire existence of football. What I can't do and what I don't know how to do is manage my team uh, while guys get COVID. You just, you have no idea how that's going to look and how that's going to be. So I just, I hate, um, you know, kind of that that's still a part of life as is everybody, everybody has to deal with it, but it is still one of those things that we have to, uh, I think that we have to, to make aware in the league um, that if I have enough guys on my team with COVID that I automatically get my money back. Guys, that's, he's that's already making excuses. He's already making excuses. I had every coach since I was two years old. Tell me, control what you can control. I you know, can't control I know. COVID. Everybody's going through it. I'm going to put a blanket over that comment right now. But to all of our viewers, including Bryce, and, and I hope your team does well, Bryce. But to all of our viewers who are playing fantasy football, best of luck to you. If you start to go completely on a downhill spiral, just hop right. on to Bet Rivers and throw some bets down. You'll win your money back super quick. We uh, could certainly well, do that. We could certainly do of that. Of course, right? That's what we all hope when we're uh, we're betting on sports because we are armchair quarterbacks and we know everything, baby. That's what we but do. Anyway, That's what we that do. Yeah, let's, said, get, let's get back to football. Dive into let's the get back to football. I, I apologize. Let's get back to football here. I'm, I'm pretty excited yeah. about it. So, um, you know, things, things that were good, things that were good, things that were bad. Um, you know, like you had mentioned, everybody – got out with a win except for our guys in, in Morgantown. The thing that I had a hard time watching was these first couple of games are called tune-up games for a reason. But you, you got things that you just got to figure out, but you got to take care of business. Um, I didn't feel like some of these teams, OU, 
um, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, um, even a, a little bit in the in the Baylor realms. We went down to Texas State and we didn't, we, you know, we did what we needed to do, but not we didn't do it great. Right. Um, and so you just these these games right here need to be your twos and threes uh, in their playing and getting some time because you took care of business in the first half. Would you agree with that or no? hundred percent. hundred percent. So let, let's talk about those games really quickly. Those are the two games really that we um, that we circled on the calendar. Um, well, we talked about Texas quite a bit, but let's talk about Iowa State and Oklahoma really quickly. Um, give me your thoughts on Oklahoma obviously number two in the country Heisman favorite and Spencer Rattler. Everybody's talked in the off season about Alex Grinch and that defense up there. Um, and they came out and, and that cat from, from Tulane was dealing on them. That mm -hmm. dude, it reminded me of Mike Winchell. I said this on our Saturday night show, that quarterback reminded me of Mike Winchell in Friday night lights where he's spitting out blood. He's getting killed. Um, he, but he just keeps coming and keeps coming and he's got so much heart and like the movie, uh, Mike Winchell dives to win the state championship comes up one yard short. This dude dives on fourth down to turn the ball over. They end up losing, but give us some thoughts real quick on, uh, on Oklahoma. What are are you worried? Are you not worried? What What are your thoughts there, Bryce? I, I got to be honest. I'm a little bit worried. And, and, and it's really just because of the defensive side of the ball. To your point, Alex Grinch and those guys, there was a lot of hype in terms of this is the best defense that he's been around, that he's seen that Lincoln Riley's put on the field. And in my personal opinion, I didn't see it. I mean, Tulane ran up and down the field. They had, a, they had one good second quarter. Um, you know, that, that didn't end up in a, in a total just catastrophe in terms of just first downs, moving the balls right down the field and then points scored. Um, so we, we just got to clean up a lot of things. And again, going back to it, uh, th these are tune-up games. These are things that, um, you know, are all fixable. But at the same time, when a team comes in there at home now because you didn't have to go down to Tulane, these are the things that you just don't want to see. You don't want to see those gaps. You don't want to see – wide open guys running down the field and we just saw too much of that we just saw too much of that so, so I am I am nervous what I will say though is they did get to the quarterback but it's too late right so if those guys can create um opportunities for pressure with four where they can kind of play on the back end um and and create mismatches uh you know Oklahoma had on either side of the ball right you got Spencer Rattler who's touted as the best player in the country, and he came out and he just didn't take care of the ball the way that he should, right? I mean, he's if he's the best player in the country, come out, be a leader, right? Um, I'm not worried about him. He'll certainly be in the Heisman talk down the line. Um, will it hurt his chances? I don't know at this point. We'll see who else emerges. But, um, you know, it wasn't the best showing, right? But, again, it's week one. We'll see what happens. Let's move down uh, the line here to Iowa State. Iowa State, a team that everybody's looked at as like, okay, this might be the year where they give Oklahoma a run at the Big 12 title and maybe even more than that. Are they a playoff team? They've got household names, guys all over every preseason watch list, and they come out and 16-10 versus Northern Iowa. Bryce, give us your thoughts on Charlie Kolar and, and the crew up there in Ames. Yeah, you know what? Um, very unimpressed. But I tell you what, you and I always give these guys a run. I mean, this is their – we talked about this in the After Dark Show. This is their Super Bowl, I feel like. Um, again, I could be down here in, in, in Texas and, and those guys listening to this like, yeah, right, whatever. But 
at least from the way that it looks, um, they come prepared and they come ready to throw haymakers in Ames every year. Um, and so, you know, they really need to be prepared for that one, but they also, I feel like got caught kind of looking ahead. Who do we have coming into town this week? Um, it's, it's Iowa. We got college game day. We had all this hype with Matt Campbell and Brock Purdy, uh, Brees Hall, you know, their whole offense being ranked as high as they had first time in school history or the, or the highest ranking in school history rather. Um, and I think they just got caught a little bit looking ahead and, and thinking that, Hey, we, we don't have to worry about you and I, and man, I tell you what, Northern Iowa came in there to kick butt and, uh, and, and really showed them, I think some holes, some gaps that they need to get back in the film room, let's study up, um, Every college, and this is why I love college, but every Saturday is a big day. Every Saturday, it is any given Saturday. It's one of my favorite expressions because anybody can come in there um, and kick butt. And I think that, you know, they, they really um, need to punch first. And I think historically, especially the Matt Campbell regime, they've had a hard time doing that. This game right here coming up against Iowa, they are going to have to do that. Iowa had two pick sixes to really help boost their score, but they also, they waxed Indiana. Um, And so these guys need to be ready to get ready. Yeah, I I absolutely agree there. Um, You know, I play, I got to play in a bunch of, uh, I say a bunch, five or six. I don't remember the exact number of college game day games. And the reason we played on college game day was because we had played really well up until that point, or at least the week before, right? It's almost like, all right, yeah, it's obvious we're going to, you know, Iowa, Iowa State for college game day, but they don't really deserve it. They're they're not a big enough program at this point. They haven't proven themselves enough to really say, okay, you played horrible last week. We're still going college game day to your game. I don't know. I just – I can't stomach it all that well. This is not noteworthy, but congratulations to TCU getting the win over Duquesne, <laughs> forty-five to three. Thank goodness for that. So, Bryce, let's jump into this kind of the next segment here. Um, hey, real quick, real quick, yeah. I have to give you guys this quote because this is this is a real quote from the head coach um, Jerry Schmidt of our our Duquesne Fighting. He said, "We're really, really." <laughs> thin in our depth I was personally concerned because at our level our backup guys are walk-on d3 type players to put some of them and to protect some of our skill guys I appreciate Gary doing that end quote what he was referring to is that they talked at halftime and before the game (laughs) that if it happens that if it happens we can go to 12 minute quarters um, oh, so that is cringy, for those of man. you guys who didn't know, uh, they won 45 to three and they were playing 12 minute quarters in the third and fourth quarter. That's just guys. What is that's this? not, that's is this not the good. YMCA? <laughs> this is like when, my, when teams like, I mean, we, Bryce and I never, never played against each other in peewee, but like, if oh, my gosh. team was to go up against Bryce's team, we would be up so far at halftime that, you know, like Bryce's mom, Bryce's dad, Bryce's coach would come over and be like, hey, God, hey, can you just have him like give him the ball and just like if we're playing basketball, give him the ball and just like let him run to the hoop. It, it'll make him so happy. Like do these I hope. Well, they do know. Right. I, I hope that they were at least honest with what was going on, because I, I Sleep at night if I played for Duquesne. I mean, you're a college football player. You're you're doing things that a lot of guys don't don't even ever have the chance to do. And you got to go to sleep at night knowing that they patronize you. 
I mean, that is cringy. Oh, it, it is super cringy. That's horrible. And that's where I don't, I don't know who I'm more upset with in that, you know, a coach saying that like, Hey, I'm not a D3, you know, a D3 player, but at the same time, what is, what is Gary Patterson and these dudes in Fort Worth doing to where that's the only team that they would like to fill that spot, oh. right? Because we're constantly talking about this national picture of who has a strength of schedule, right? I, I, I teeter both ways. I know that Alabama always, you know, will play a, a powerhouse and I enjoy that. I think it's great for the game to have that because they're also coming back. They just played Miami, kicked us out of them, but now they're coming back with Mercer. Right. And you can yep. kind of make that same, you know, argument for Alabama playing Mercer. But at the same time, they played in Miami. If you're a TCU and you're not number one, how do you how do you play into the Big 12 with Duquesne on your schedule? How do you learn about your players? How do you how do you guys um, kind of look at film and say, hey, this is what we need to work on? Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, is, am I just crazy? No, I, I think you're absolutely right. It's just <laughs> I, I can't make sense of it in my head, right? I mean, there's there's so many teams out there that would love to go to Amon G. Carter Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas, play against the Frogs who have an awesome history, and <laughs> there's Duquesne. They, they draw, <laughs> did they draw the short stick or the long stick? I, I, don't know who, I don't know who wins it. Let's go ahead and circle this one on the calendar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so that's your bad of the week. Bryce, real quick, because we have an awesome yeah, guest coming on this show. We do. Oh, give I'm us so your, excited. Give us your good from week one. I'll roll through mine, and then we are going to have our awesome, awesome guest come in uh, and talk a little ball with us. Yeah, I tell you what, man, my good, and I, I am – historically very hard on Texas Tech. Um, hold on real quick. Let's see here. We've got um, – I'm going to go with Matt Stafford. I'm going to go with Matt Stafford as my QB. Um, so, historically, I'm pretty tough on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. But what I will say, even though, again, I went and took Houston to win this week, I think we have a bet to settle up because they did not um, get to six and eight, 65 and a half. Oh, good. Do but it. <laughs> what I will say – we, we will have a shotgun um, put together here uh, pre pretty soon. But what I will say is that Texas Tech came to play, had 31 unanswered in the second half, gave up 250 yards of total defense, which for all of you Red Raider fans, congratulations, because that's never happened to a really good Houston team. I think Houston, um, in terms of their in terms of their offense, can, can really play. Um my other good, again, is with Tech, which is great. But this Tyler Show kid, I, th I think this guy is going to be a difference maker for him in a QB position. That they've had some injuries and battled some guys, but they really haven't had their guy um, that's kind of the, the Graham Harrell and, and our, guy, our guy Seth Daigie. And, and, you know, they've had some really good quarterbacks. And if, okay, before, I was about to be just blown up on Twitter if I did not mention you, you guys as heralded QB and Pat who's a great buddy of mine. Um, <laughs> Pat Mahomes is what came through Lubbock as well. So those guys in that QB room, that's what they're known for is, is tossing the ball around. And so I think Tyler show can really do that for these guys this year. Love that. Love that. So I'm, I'm going to run through my good and bad real quick. Um, Love it, my good please. is not noteworthy, um, but it is noteworthy, right? Mine's mine's the Kansas state win over Stanford. Um, we're both on rank, but I love it. I love Stanford's it. a big, Stanford's a big name across college football. It's the smart guys. They've had some awesome players. Christian McCaffrey, Andrew Luck come through there. 
Um, that is a big win when you're going conference to conference, you know, big 12 over the pac 12. And I'll tell you who I was most impressed with. He didn't put up huge numbers, especially in the past game, but Skylar Thompson is the glue that holds that Kansas state team together. He's got experience. He's a veteran now. Eight, um, eight years. Yeah, yeah, at least eight years that he's been there at Kansas State. He's got more shirts had, than I do, for sure. Yes, he does, and shorts. And he, he <laughs> those are definitely what he wears to bed, like I do. I am, I'm actually already wearing the shorts I'm wearing to bed, and uh, they're A&M shorts. Anyways, um, but K-State as a whole, it's like, it, it's like an old pair of boots, and they just mm. continue to look better okay. as longer time goes on. Right. Okay. And nice. And they're they're solid, they're reliable, they're simple, but they always get the job done. I always love playing Kansas State because they were so simple. But they just line up across me. They say, "Hey, we're running straight cover four. We'll roll a guy down to cover three, and maybe bring some one blitz from time to time." You know what we're doing because when you film study us, it's it's easy to see. But come beat us. Right. We got walk ons. Yeah, we, we train them up and, and we're going to line them across from you and and we're going to we're going to beat you. They're just solid. Um, and that goes back, you know, the Snyder days. And, and they've always just been that way. So that's my good of the week. K-State shout out. Went over Stanford. My bad. And we got to we got to talk about this well, real quick, so, real quick before you're bad, yeah. because if yeah. I were to tell you, I'm just going to throw out a height and weight five, six, one, seventy three. If I told you that, what would be the career choice that you feel like somebody that's five, six, one seventy three would be doing with their life. The, the former jockey that rode secretariat to the trip on, but he's put on a few pounds post-career wrong. Deuce Vaughn, number 22 K state took it to the house for 79 yards. Please. Beast. If you do not see or have not seen rather his highlight tape, go look this cat up because he belongs on the football field. I absolutely love watching him for your K-State Wildcats. Continue yes. to what Trevor's bad is of the yep. week. So my bad, and I need your I need you to chime in on this real quick, because then we're gonna get to our uh, then we're gonna get to our guest. Kansas. All right. I'm so conflicted. Kansas, shout out to you for your first win since 2019. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. But, <laughs> but it is a win over an Storm. FCS team oh, in North Dakota, which, hey, great program. It's great. But it's an FCS team. You play in the Big 12, a Power 5 conference, <laughs> and you storm the field after the game. Yeah, exactly. You, Bryce is doing the, the little you know shot like he's playing basketball. They can see they me. They know how to win. <laughs> not like their student body is oblivious to winning they're very successful on the court but storming the field week one after playing an fcs team is it acceptable bryce because it's your first win in so long or is it unbelievably unacceptable that they're doing that in that manner what are your thoughts? Tell you what, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw out and, and bear with me now, Trevor, because uh, I know Baylor education is is uh, could be higher. Um, OK, than the OU and uh, an A&M Ags that, that you were part uh, of. But not quite. I, I think this word I'm going to throw out satirical. 
I think that it's a very satirical. Can you please use it in a sentence? (laughs) The the Kansas Jayhawks storming the field is satirical. (laughs) We are following up this show today with hooked on phonics with Bryce Petty. That's that, that goes in the douche jar for sure. I, I think I think that it's at this point that every win is a big win if you're in the Jayhawk blue. And so I my hat's off to you, man. You beat South Dakota, which I'm pretty sure have 12 people in that state. So the fact that they can round up a football field, they might have they might have six guys and they all just play both ways. I don't know. Um, either way, that math doesn't add up. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and retract that statement. <laughs> <laughs> but what I am saying is that at this point, Kansas, uh, Kansas just is excited about any win. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that, I guess. Right. Um, well, you know, for the, all the 12 fans that were still there, well, we, maybe we did see <laughs> if, if Kansas is winning the game, fans will stay, but I've played in Lawrence several times. And after halftime, when it's 85 to three, it's there. You're playing at a high school stadium or less. It's bad. I mean, it's already it, bad. There's a track around the stadium, dude. It, there is. It's I almost got some laps in stadium. after I got out of the game one year, just because I was getting a little bored. Anyways, I now, tell you now what, that, that indoor in a basketball game would be fun to watch though. I haven't I been would, there. I need to go. I've never been. I told myself I was going to go to Allen Fieldhouse and watch the, the Kansas Jayhawks play. And, and I never did it, especially when I was at OU, we had Buddy Heald and, and the boys went to the final four and I never did it. Regrets. Buddy was nice, but, man. Buddy was nice. Before we get into our guest, and I want you to introduce him, uh, let me tell you guys a bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. Talk about them every week. We're so thankful that we have partnered with them. If you have not signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now is the time because they're offering $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one play through your turn uh, to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new rush pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With football season kicking off and we are underway, get, it on, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, figure it out if Bryce does or not yet. Call Let 1-800-GAMBLER. Let kicking off, and we are underway. Get, it on, get in on the action by going to BetRivers.com today, or by downloading Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, figure it out if Bryce does or not yet. Call let him know. Let him know. Gambler. So now's the time we like to bring in some folks. A lot of weeks it may just be me and Bryce. Some uh, weeks we'll bring in some really really cool guests. Bryce, tell us who we got this week, and then we'll bring them on. Drum roll, please. I'm actually super excited about this guest. Uh, not only for our fans, our audience, but actually us. I think I think it's going to be awesome to just kind of sit down and talk shop with them. But I am bringing in uh, a good buddy of mine. Uh, we haven't spoken in five years, but that doesn't really matter. My man is named David Pollock. You guys all know him as a college game day uh, analyst, host, um, personality. Uh, he's actually probably the best looking dude on there, to be totally honest with you. Uh, even though he has the least amount of talent on there, I think Kirk Herbstreit could still probably outrun him. Um, actually, he knows that that's a lie. I think this guy 
still benches 405. It's incredible. But I'm really excited to bring uh, to bring him on and uh, and and kind of talk through. I think some things that our fans and, and other people around probably don't know about because we're not going to ask him all the, the, the questions that um, he gets asked all the time. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, a little inside scoop, right? Well, uh, let's, uh, without further ado, bring on Mr. David Pollock. Welcome, David Pollock, to the Trevor and Bryce Show. David, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. I appreciate the compliment. I would be using the Zoom link and the FaceTime, but I actually have my shirt off after a workout, and I thought it'd be a, an absolutely horrible look. So, uh, <laughs> hey, but why is, it, why is it Trevor and Bryce? Why is it not Bryce and Trevor? Just hey, you out of curiosity. It. It's the patriarch goes first, David. It's you know that. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. the, the thing about it, I have a much better credit score right now. Um, <laughs> the, the, the personality for me is off the charts compared to Trevor. But when it comes down to, as you know, being a, on, on college game day on set, we did have a celebrity guest in Katy Perry. Shout out. Not Bryce Petty, but shout out Trevor Knight in the Here way that he looks. <laughs> David, David, it's, he's I got, can't compete with that. He's got two bullets, and he uses that one over and over and over. It's horrible. Hey, as long as it as long as it fires, bro, it works. Let's go. <laughs> it's too, it's hey. too good. They're very hard. Trevor, do you know how many? Do you know how many? Do you know how many men in the world would love to have Katy Perry shoot them out? Are you Are you kidding me? That's bro? Over any game that I ever played in, David, I kid you not. Every single person that's either an OU fan or even an AM fan or just college football fan in general, that is the question I get to this day. They don't care Did about football at all. They want to know if I called Katy Perry and if we got to whatever it is. You know, it's crazy, man. That's amazing, bro. Own it. Oh, I, I try. It. I-, I try. Real quick, just, just before we get to Dale Katy. Where, where would you have taken her? Where, just, just give us a – I mean, is there a perfect date scenario for that? Yeah, I think Katie, Katie kind of pins me as like a late-night Taco Bell kind of girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get an enchirito and a couple tacos and just see how your stomach feels in an hour. Dang, you are going to take, take Katie. To a, a, a value, uh, a value menu, a dollar menu. Yeah, dude. Of course, she expects all that crazy stuff. Let's I let's go. It. Let's go get down to the business real quick. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Okay, okay. Um, David, we're like I said, man. We're super excited to have you here. So, um, just off the cuff, man. What what did you what did you think about week one? What did we find out? You know, in our college football world, uh, kind of post COVID is still around, but. Man, we finally had football, and I think uh, everybody was really excited to sit back uh, on, on the couch, watch you guys college game day with all those fans around. But what did we find out on the field in terms of what you've seen or what you saw, rather, for, from, from week one? Well, we found out the passion of college fans didn't wane. If anything, it got better um, in a year off. So that was that was awesome to see. It's fun to see them going nuts, going crazy. We found out this is perfect, by the way, on a podcast with two quarterbacks. We found out that quarterbacks are overrated like that was <laughs> right out the gates. I mean, we figured that out really, really quickly in the season that defense, baby, is kind of back like defense kind of right. ruled the day. You saw a lot of really good defense. You saw quarterbacks getting hit, which is a great thing for me. Um, but you saw <laughs> Alabama being Alabama. I think you saw Georgia 
you know, take one step in a direction where, listen, remember all those years ago, probably when you guys were playing, we were doing Thursday night football and Jesse Palmer made a big deal out of Clemson, Clemsoning and not being good in big games. Well, Georgia's kind of been casted in that mold now, and they had a huge opportunity to start week one to kind of break through that ceiling and, 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 and shut some people up. And I think they had a good start to the season, but ACC obviously um, was dreadful. The Pac-12 had a lot of bad moments, minus UCLA. UCLA was a great story in week one, but, man, it was just, like you said, it was great to have it back. Yeah, and there's no doubt, David. I was uh, I was sitting on my couch, I think, for about 10 hours straight with a beer in my hand watching college football, starting with you guys in the morning. And uh, I just felt right in my chest. I had these butterflies in my stomach because I was so excited for it. But I appreciate your thoughts on kind of football. But a lot of our viewers and a lot of our listeners, as you know, they like to hear the behind the scenes. They watch it every week. So let me ask you this question. You guys got an awesome crew there at game day. You get to hang out with some of the big timers, right? Now, you guys are traveling all over the country each and every week. Um, and I know that's a lot of fun. But what is the, the demeanor like, the locker room, if you will, like with that group of guys? I mean, are you guys going out to dinner playing credit card roulette, having a good time, or what? Give us a little insight to the weekend, week out with uh, the college game day crew. Well, the Thursday night crew, first of all, speaking of credit card roulette, me, Reese Davis, Jesse Palmer, and a bunch of our producers and stuff, every every week did, did Thursday nights probably for three or four years straight. I did not win credit card roulette one time. I did not pay for one bill in four years. It was the most amazing Cinderella run in the history of college football. It was awesome. Um, but no, I, I mean, I think every week is different. Like for me personally, like I bring my son and a friend or my daughter and a friend almost every week. Um, so I don't do as much. I used to go out. We used to all go out to dinner and a lot of them go out to dinner. I think Reese and, and Bear and Kirk and those guys will go out to dinner at a nice place and um, they'll eat, eat on Friday nights and kick it and everybody just kind of gets to know each other. But I think Fridays, Fridays are our, our, are our days. Fridays, we all come in in the morning and we're all there from eight, nine o'clock in the morning till, till one, two in the afternoon. And we're going over, we're talking football, we're talking shop, we're talking segments. Um, you know, coach is pacing back and forth until the headgear gets there. And when the headgear gets there, he'll, he'll exhale and chill out a little bit. Um, you know, Kirk, Kirk runs the meeting. Kirk is the, Kirk is the czar. Kirk's the president. If anything needs to be said, Kirk takes care of that. Um, you know, Reese makes sure everything's buttoned up and ironed in. And uh, Gene does such a good job. Like Gene Wojciechowski's awesome. He's like the, he's like the teammate that was always really, really good that nobody ever talked about because he always gave us ideas and and things that we can throw in to make the show better. And he was always, he's always you know, so good at that. So, but, you know, Jen Latta, same way there, giving opinions, giving ideas. Oh, we did this on radio. So, you know, it's just a constant collaboration, but players are the best. And then, you know, coach stands up usually around, you know, one or two o'clock and he takes his bag over to the, the game day, the hospitality section, and he literally just scrapes the whole table into his bag. And that's his dinner for the night. And he's got all, so he's got all the snacks. Just coaches a moocher? Bro, Coach takes everything. He just take. He just wipes the whole, <laughs> whole the whole table's clean, and then Coach uh, goes back to his room. And by three o'clock or four o'clock, he is in his robe, and it's almost bedtime. So, 
Um, but I tell you what, coach, coach is a lesson in humility every week on the road, man. He's just, he's got such an unbelievable heart and soul and dude loves what he does and so appreciative to people and so kind and generous, but man, we got a, we got a great team and it's, it's like a locker room and y'all know what it's like. Y'all, y'all don't miss freaking two a days when it's balls hot outside and you're yeah. sweating gravy. Like we don't miss that crap. What we miss is the locker room and kicking it. Like Trevor Lawrence was just caught with, you know, the Georgia gear on from a bet. Like, you know, you, you, you lose bets and you mess with each other. And that's the stuff that um, that's hard to replicate. And for me, honestly, would be missing from my life. But I get to have it in there. And I'm just I'm very thankful for it. Yeah, man, I, I love that. That's such great insight. And then real quick, too, were, were you the pioneer of the, the tennis shoes with the suit game? Was that you? That is facts, brother. Thank you. I appreciate, I, appreciate, I appreciate you mentioning that, Petty, because, hey. listen, Kirk and Reese give me more crap every <laughs> single day of the week, every game day. Kirk made a comment this past week on game day. My wife has been begging me to wear dress pants. She's like, you look like an idiot. Please wear dress pants. Please wear dress shoes. I'm like, baby. I'm not, I'm a defensive lineman. I'm not supposed to be handsome. I'm not supposed to be good looking. I'm, I'm a sloppy three technique that's in the mud, baby. Like you don't have to worry about that stuff. But Kurt, like we're two segments in the game day. And one of the first things, oh, Pog's got dress pants on today. And I'm like, yes, I do. I can't tell you the whole story. My wife bribed me basically to wear them. But yes, <laughs> Kirk and Reese have been giving me crap for 10 years. You should look more Dude. professional than that. You should look more professional. I'm like, bro. Here's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be comfortable. So y'all just wear your old man's shoes and you look like dad and that's fine. I'm going to wear my sneakers. Dude, I love it. I love it. I'm going to get your address after this segment and I'm going to send you a pair of shoes. And I'd love to just see one college game day where you're wearing, uh, you know, the shoes that the Trevor and Bryce show donate to, uh, to David Pollock on, uh, on a shoe game. Done. Sold. I'll text you my it. address afterwards. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's awesome, man. Well, hey, speaking of the speaking of the college game day and, and keeping that train rolling, man, we gotta ask again. So we love the locker room vibe, but what's some of the what's a what's the craziest thing that you've ever seen in your tenure at college game day? Whether that be you know your favorite sign you've ever seen, what what some crazy fan did, uh, a cook off, um, you know the celebrity picker. Like, what's the craziest thing that you've ever seen being on that show? Man, craziest thing I've seen, you know, the, the sign game is ridiculous. The sign game is yeah. so much fun. Um, that's that's enjoyable every week to kind of see who's the moving target. And by the way, I got Reese <laughs> Davis. I got Reese Davis set up this week to get drilled. It is going to be uh -oh. majestic. <laughs> like we were doing our pod yesterday and all I did was keep tr uh, just turning the wrench because Reese has been saying like Iowa State beat Iowa. You got to beat Iowa. So I've just talked the whole podcast. I was like, God, Reese, why do you hate Iowa State so much? And I told I told the fans, I was like, listen, Iowa State, I know how you can get Reese back. I'm one of the only ones that know how to piss Reese off. I'm really good at that. It's one of my strengths in life is, is irritating people. I go, if y'all will chant or make Fowler signs, he hates that. He's not Fowler. He doesn't want to be called Fowler. I hope they absolutely blast him. And I think there's a good chance – that they will. I set it up for him. I put it on a tee, but the, 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 the signs, the, um, the sloppy body guy, like last week we had that guy with Duke's mayonnaise. Oh my oh, God. That was, the most, oh, that was oh, so bad, bro. I told Reese, I was like, you need to do that with your suit on. That would be amazing. But, um, you know, I think that's the part that, 
that makes it unique, that makes it fun. It's like, who's the target of the week? Who's getting destroyed? You know, the, uh, years ago in Oklahoma State, when Kirk had that, um, that earthquake, you know, the dude, his eyeballs got like seven feet wide and they took <laughs> screenshots of it and put it on posters. And, and it was literally, it was, it was the best because we got to rip on each other. So that kind of stuff is always fun. Um, when we mess up sayings or words or something like that is always fun because we give each other crap for it. Man, as, as you should, man, that's, that's so good. Um, I, I love, I love the signs and it's so funny too, that, a guy that sounds exactly like him. And, you know, so is there some animosity there with Reese? And it's so good to know that he has uh, a little bit of an ego, a little bit of insecure side, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. There. <laughs> well, I just, I, I think it's funny because and it's not that he cares that much about it, but we'll go places and it's just, it's, it's almost automatic. We're out to eat and it's like, Hey, Pollock, Hey, Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens so much. They don't really look anything alike, but you know, they're obviously the biggest voices on air and it's easy to get confused, but it just, it seems like it happens uh, a good bit, which is, which is really, really funny. Well, we'll have to uh, on the Trevor and Bryce show, donate a, uh, a name tag for Reese along with, <laughs> along with your shoes. So everybody knows I'm, I'm with, with Reese. <laughs> that is good. We need to do something. I'm telling. I hope. I hope he gets waxed this week, and he sh he should. I gave it to him. Man, I love it. I love it. Well, man, I, this is this has been so good, and and I uh, I really don't want uh, to take up too much of your time because I know you're big. You know, you're you're a coach. You're a dad. You're an analyst. Um, you're a heartthrob. All all the goods, man. So we certainly appreciate your time. Uh, being on the, the, the Trevor and Bryce show, um, and uh, just just super excited about college football being back and us being able to to watch greatness on college game day every Saturday morning. So, so, so thank you. Appreciate you guys. Hey, congrats on starting off, man. I hope you guys kill it. Appreciate no it, David. Out, we'll thank see you, you this so weekend, much. man. All right, dudes. All right. All right, buddy. Oh, man, I love that guy. That dude is just is, – is so much fun. You can see his personality come uh, come out of the phone, even though we, we didn't get to witness the beautiful face. Um, we are – our Twitter – um, and, and Instagram, Trevor may or may not have been flooded had that dude, you know, been with his shirt off after uh, a, a workout on this. It'd I mean, even just for, for especially the ladies out there, he mentioned that he didn't have a shirt on, and yeah. that's that goes a long way. We're gonna see an uptick in numbers, I think, from for, this I point. Would, moving I would forward. Think so. <laughs> well, man, that was unbelievable. Uh, man, we love talking to guys. <laughs> I love that, that guy. In, I love that guy. No doubt. In the They're know. In this space that know the game, and they just have such a, a, a unique perspective, but also cool to to hear some kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff from, from DP. I don't know if they call him DP. I like calling him DP. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> he's, maybe he's DP to me, but that was awesome, man. <laughs> um, loved having David on. <laughs> So let's, uh, let's move forward now. Um, let's go through the games that are coming up this week. We'll roll through them really quick. We'll get into our segment, two cues and a beer. In a beer. And, uh, and then we'll, get, uh, we'll start getting revved up for, for this week in the college football. So um, we've got another uh, Friday night game, same team, Kansas Jayhawks 
it is not a game where they could potentially storm the field. Number one, because they're not at home. Mm -hmm. Number two, they are playing a very tough Coastal Carolina team. So that could pose a problem. Bryce, what's our Saturday slate look like? Uh, well, let me tell you about it. Uh, wait, specifically, are you talking about Kansas Coastal Carolina? That's Friday. Oh, that's our Friday game. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, look, I, I don't even Sorry, think it's I thought you had it pulled I up. Think, we can cut no, this. Well, yeah, let's let's go ahead and cut that. I thought you were talking about – I thought we were only talking about Iowa State and um, oh, and oh, Arkansas okay. or Texas and okay. Arkansas. Okay, That's why I didn't I'm have sorry. it pulled up. I'm sorry. All right, okay. we'll cut this whole thing then. Perfect. Um, Back to the top. That, and that so, way too because you got to get off the DP thing. I feel like we're going to keep speaking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. So, Bryce, we got a lot of games this week. Let's jump into a couple of the noteworthy ones. We've got Iowa versus Iowa State. College game day. Our man, David Pollock, will be there. Bryce, give <clears> us a little insight to that game. Um, and also, let's talk about the line. They've got, uh, they've got it at minus five right now. Minus five. What are, you, that uh, was... what are your thoughts there? Are you, uh, are you rolling with the Cyclones or are you going with the Hawkeyes this week? Yeah, I, I definitely think the Hawkeyes cover, if not win. I think it's going to be a really tough matchup, and for, at least from what I saw on Saturday. Um, you know, Iowa state's got a big hill to climb. I think, I think Iowa's going to come in there, um, with a lot of juice, a lot of momentum and, and Iowa state needs to, to, to obviously it's going to be that the crowd's going to be rolling. Um, it's going to be rocking in there and, and as it, as it should be, it's one of our favorite places to play. I think we've all mentioned that, um, and, and even in our after dark podcast as well. Um, but I, I really think, um, that, that minus five is tough based on based on what I've uh but like I said what we witnessed on Saturday but I tell you what I think I think that Matt Campbell's gonna get his guys ready I, I do feel like that is gonna happen I feel like Brock Purdy I think Brees Hall they gotta feed him only 69 yards um you know was was way too light um and actually funny enough I was looking at this game um so I don't know if, did you hear on college game day how how Bear uh spoke I think the the question of the day or the the um I don't know that the trivia question of the day was the longest tenured coach when they were talking about Gary Patterson. Yep. I think Kirk Francis has been there longer in, to, in Iowa. He was hired in 99. So I actually want to fact check that. Okay, um, we'll, we'll fact check that. We'll fact check that. But anyways, I think I was going to come in there hot with their, with their defense. Um, like I said, a lot of momentum going Iowa state needs to, to get, to get some, some momentum going on offense, run it through Brees Hall, let Brock Purdy do what he does, um, you know, moving around him in the pocket and uh and get back to, to Iowa State cycle on football yeah I agree with you there um I, so first of all thanks Bet Rivers for these for these numbers minus five the the over under is 46 okay so typically I'm looking at week two okay you got the rust off um you're gonna come out and score points but Big Ten, Iowa solid defense coming to town it's an in-state rival game it's a huge game in Ames, right? It's bragging rights within the state. 46 points. I'm going to take the under there, Bet Rivers. 100% so taking the under. 100%, I am 100% taking the under at 46. Um, 
Although I think Brock Purdy is going to come out and have a very, very fantastic game. He's going to show why he's received so much publicity, especially coming off of his performance last week. Uh, that's what you expect, hope to see in a guy um, that is the leader of your team, right? Hey, pick yourself up, dust yourself off. Let's move on to the next week. So I'm excited and they, to they've watch. they've been there before. Maybe yeah, 100%. Before, right? Sorry, sorry yes. to cut you off. Sorry to cut no, you off. you're good. That, that's exactly right. So I'm, uh, I'm going to roll with the Hawkeyes in that game, but I am taking mm. the under um, at 46 over under. Uh, let's move on. Another pretty big game. Go back to the Southwest Conference days for all mm -hmm. you. I'm going to say old timers, but it's not even really that old. I'm, that's like my parents, and, and they'd be upset if I was calling them old, but Texas minus six and a half at Arkansas in Fayetteville. Um, thoughts there, Bryce? Are you uh, are you taking the horns in this one, or are you taking the uh, the Razorbacks? Yeah, this one's actually pretty tough for me. So, just so you guys know, Kendall Bryles was uh, my OC my senior year. Um, the son of Art Bryles, Coach Art Bryles, who will always be coach. Um, you know what that. Hey, before you go on, I'm sorry to cut you off, but can you just tell us super quick, did Kendall Bryles really tell backside receivers just to take the play off when y'all were running go balls? Buddy? It happened. I mean, if you guys it watch, when, go back and watch the film when Bryce was there. They would run, like, th getting three by one, run verticals, and the backside guy that just ran a vertical on the play before would not do a single thing. Is that – was it, were you taught that? And then what happened? I lazy. We were just trying to throw touchdowns, so I, I can't comment either here nor clean. there. You won't come clean. You hey, look, it's clean. about right, saving going. energy. It's about saving energy. We just did it better than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, win. You did win a Big Twelve. Well, title. so Kendall, you know, Kendall's talents. Uh, we're not at South Beach; they're in Fayetteville now. And so I, I, I love what they they are putting together in Fayetteville. I don't think it's there yet. Um, so I am going to take the horns here. Um, really excited about it. And then what did we, what was the, the spread there? 49 or no, no, no. 58 and a half. I think it I'm going to take the under 56. Did it, did it I think Matt Rivers moved it to 56. Okay, I, was, I, I think it's going to be under, I think, you know, Arkansas, you know, they, they struggled last week, um, to, to kind of move the ball. They had some, uh, you know, it was awesome turnovers that they finally got some possessions and scored. Um, I really like what I saw at a Hudson card and my man, Bijan Robinson is a name that if you do not know who that is, this guy is a stud, and I love how Sark put him in the passing game last week. Um, even if it's some dump-offs, things here and there, they moved him around. I thought he's their best player on the field, no doubt about it. So, so it, you know, that train in Austin runs through Bijan Robinson. I like them in this game. I'm also taking the under, though. Yeah, I think I'm taking the under as well. I am curious, though. Uh, they brought in Casey Thompson at the end of that game. Um, was that mop-up time, or was that, hey, we're going to give you a shot? Because he came in and played well. I'm just curious are the keys to the castle Hudson cards officially, or is there still a little, I know Hudson cards going to start this game, right? But is there still a little competition going on? And, and Sark is waiting for one of those guys to really run with it. We'll we'll see. I, I think it's yet to be determined, um, but it is time for our favorite segment of the week, two Q's and a, in a brewski. Here, in a brewski. let's go. I'm actually we drinking got the some sound effects. Tequila right. tonight. Let Sorry. Me take a sip here. There we go. Ah, nothing better than a midweek 
beer. Bryce, Brewski. pick one, play one, and watch one. We do it every week. It's kind of fun. We roll through it quick. Uh, what do we got this week for pick one? Uh, in light of the fantasy draft that I'm actually uh, being a part of right now, I would love to hear your first overall pick in your own fantasy draft. Who would that be, Trevor? Yeah, so I I don't know what it is. Either I get caught at like – if it's like a 12-man draft, I get caught at like seven or eight or I'm dead last. So in the snake draft, it's like boom, boom, and then it's over. I've never had the number one pick ever in my fantasy draft. But yeah, I think it's this, tough. I think this year it's a it's a no-brainer. Every draft that I've seen, it, Christian McCaffrey's got to go first. Mm. Right? I mean, he's coming off the, the injury um, – he's 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 the best player in i'm this i'm gonna get reamed for this he's the best player fantasy player in the nfl right i mean you gotta take it's a bold statement but i mean how do you not you know especially in would you also take christian mccaffrey or who you take i i love the pick i love the pick i think it's really hard based on just what this guy does and has been able to do game in game out i'm going to take the best player in the nfl and my guy pat mahomes um he is just so hard not to pick because the guy can go for five touchdowns man it's just it's unbelievable what that guy can do week in and week out and you know that offense runs through him the way that andy reed puts his guys together um and and is able to to move uh you know pat around dish the ball around to tyreek hill travis kelsey um edwards alaire all these guys man it just it's it's so impressive what they've built so that that's my number one pick even though i was not able to get him he went second in our league i actually took dalvin cook i took dalvin cook which i think is a is a great great, great uh pick. yeah you know with Big number three with number three no doubt yeah, I like all that. right play one this one's uh not football related we talked about it at the beginning of the show you got one yard game to play you got you know you're out at the lake family's there you got a beer in your hand maybe a cigar um, you know, you're about to go hop in or you got, you know, some ribs on the, on the grill, whatever your mm. picture perfect evening is. What is the yard game that you are playing with the fam? Uh, with the, with the fam, I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, we're either playing cornhole, um, or we actually play, um, we played Beersby before as well. Uh, if you're not a great Frisbee thrower, it's just, uh, and it's gotta be in the right spot. So I'm going to pick cornhole. I'm going to stay with cornhole. What you got, buddy? Yeah, um, Cornhole's certainly one of the crowd favorites. I'm going to go with Can Jam. If you guys hadn't played Can Jam, it's like a trash I don't can even know. I don't even know what a little is. slit in it. It's a Frisbee game as well, but your partner slaps it. There's a point system. They slap the, uh, the Frisbee either into the can, you know, on top or into the actual side of it, and there's a point system. It gets super competitive. Beer sometimes spills, but you obviously try not to. Uh, can Jam's my favorite. Moving on. Watch one. What we got for watch one this week? Uh, watch one. I I think this is going to be interesting. It might make you think a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna. I would like for us to pick the player that we feel like we are going to watch go over three hundred yards this week. Okay, in the Big Twelve, um, one QB in the Big Twelve, one QB to go over three hundred yards. So you get. Let's do this too. Let's get. Let's give your surefire. Uh, okay, this guy's definitely going over three hundred, and then one just a dark horse guy. Okay. Um. My for sure going over is Tyler show. It's tech, right? Ah, They're playing Steven at Austin. I think that's an easy pick on my part. That's just the safe pick who I think is also going to go over is uh, Mr. Daigie 
there at West Virginia, yeah, up in Morgantown. Brooke, they're playing at home against Long Island University, and okay. they're that was a horrible accent. By the it way. was it was pretty bad. It but, was. Uh, yeah, Andy. I wonder Roddick if needs... uh, I wonder if the the Mountaineer fan base and sorority and fraternities will be drinking Long Island iced teas all weekend to uh, support their foe. We'll see. I think Mister Daggy up there is going to be throwing for a lot of yards. That's my pick for three hundred plus. Okay, love it. I'm actually going to go with Tyler Show as well. I think the obvious choice, at, you know, with Western Carolina coming into play OU, that's it's just kind of a it's a known thing. But I think he's going to be out at halftime. I like Tyler show as a, uh, as a surefire 300 yarder against SFA. Interestingly enough though, I really think that Hudson card could go over, could go over three bills okay. against Arkansas. Right. I think, I think that they're going to, you know, come back pass heavy, you know, got another game under his belt and I think they're going to need him. So I, I like the, him as my dark horse to get over 300. I love it. I love it. Well, man, that wraps up uh, another week, week three. Here on the Trevor it's and Bryce big, show, but before we sign off, I just want to let you guys know, um, and if you don't know them yet, you will as we keep going um, about our partners and our, our patriarchs, if you will. Uh, the Field of 12 Media, brand new podcast and digital media network covering football by the people who know it best. That is us, baby. Brought to you by Shoot Your Shot Productions, the folks behind the Field of 68. Field of 12 gives you insight into the game that we all love by the people that know it best and have lived it. Me and Bryce obviously covering the Big 12. Joshua Perry and Christian Hackenberg are covering the Big 10. Max Sarks and Clint Stoiner. Is that, I feel bad. I always say his name wrong. I think it's Stormy, Stormy A. I think it's There French. you go. They're owning the big or the SEC. <laughs> and uh, we have Harry Douglas and Cody Sensible in the ACC. A lot of fun. Very enjoyable. We also have our Saturday night show. Me, Bryce, Christian Hackenberg, Mr. George Whitfield, the QB. Um, so tune into that as well. Uh, but we'll be here every week. We're your go-to source uh, for the Conference of Champions, baby, the Big 12. One true champion, which a couple of times hasn't been true. But check the links below. Um, Apple Podcasts, Twitter. Um, YouTube, anywhere you can get your podcast, we're there. And uh, we'll be here every week talking a little ball, talking about everything that's going on. Bryce, I love you, man. This is a lot of fun. I'm so glad we're getting to do this. So for another no doubt, week, brother. that is the Trevor and Bryce Show signing off. Love it. Love it. Love it. Later. <laughs> <laughs>